Hey, Mystic Michaela spiritual family. Welcome to Know Your Aura with Mystic Michaela today. Talking about empath co-parenting, we have a very special guest. We're talking to MTV star V Rivera uh, from the show Teen Mom. She's going to come talk to us about that. She's also the second half, the other half of Baby Mama's No Drama podcast. So very excited to have her to talk about it. She gets it. She's blue and purple. But first, hey, Scotty. Hey, guys. What's going on? I was a teen mom. Um, <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Of course, hard, of course I wasn't a teen mom. It was a hard right. time for you. Yeah. But we do have V in the green room. Uh, she is actually setting up her uh, Vivid Wine right. collection. It's a variety pack. Uh, I'm going to go, I think, with the white after the show. After the show. I, don't, I don't drink wine while we tape. It never turns out well. Um, so, and, and also those big butterfly hoops. She has some jewelry that she's, she's going to show us. Right. Uh, big butterfly hoop energy, they're called. So, Look at you going on yeah. Instagram and so, checking that out. Yes. And I, <laughs> I, and I actually want a pair for myself. You know, yeah. and, and that would fit into me being a teen mom and all. But... Um, <laughs> All right, we got to give her a few minutes in the green room right. just to, to, to get settled and right. set up. But, you know, we've been talking today, we're talking about empaths, co-parenting. You know, she's also raising a pink kid, so we're going to talk, I'm going to ask her about that too. But, you know, it was interesting, like last night at the dinner table, Abby, who, you know, is our six-year-old, she, uh, you know, you were there, obviously, and she says, you know, this kid at school, he keeps touching my water bottle, you know, it stresses her out because of COVID and, you know, they really put that in the kids' heads. And also she doesn't want somebody touching her water bottle. And, you know, but, and I'm like, well, why don't you tell him, you know, please stop. I don't like that. And she said, it's hard for me to say that because then I know somebody else's feelings get hurt. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I heard her say that yesterday and I was, I was a little taken aback by it. Um, yeah. I mean, she doesn't have like Brie, Brie and her are two different kids. Yeah. Our older so kid. Yeah. Brie, yeah. Brie's our older kid. If you haven't been listening to the show. Brie always was the tough, like she was always tough. Yeah. We never had to worry about that. This we didn't have Brie. to worry about. You know, she was the kid on the playground that was standing up <laughs> for the kid that was getting, like, let's say, bullied. She loved it. it. Yeah. She, and she loved it. Yeah. yeah. She had, like, a friend, Jake, and he was getting bullied one time at the playground. And right. Brie said, you could, met, you know, you could make fun of me, but you can't make fun of my best friend, Jake. Yeah. That's and, our know, red kid. Right. Yeah. And that's her. And then Abby is totally opposite. Yeah. She's, like, kind of the one that, like, will get. A little pushed around a little she bit. She does. And- it's hard to watch. It's triggering for me. Yeah. You know, because Abby's turquoise. And that's triggering for me, just also being an empath indigo. Because, like, when she says something like that, it's like, man, I really... <laughs> and I and I can't fix it. I can't fix it. And I'm, like, my age, you know? So how do you fix it for a six-year-old? You know, so I, I just told her, I'm like, okay, listen, like... But, you know, it's hard to tell somebody something... Because you feel it in your tummy, their feelings as your own. And that's a big thing with sensitive kids. Like when they stick up for themselves, sometimes it doesn't feel better. Like maybe even you listening, when you stick up for yourself, that doesn't make you feel better. But it doesn't mean that you can't not do it. And right. that that right there, and I said like, I told her that, and I'm like, that feeling in your tummy that, okay, I'm hurting their feelings by saying don't touch my water bottle anymore, that feeling's not going to go anywhere. But you still have to say it because you're sticking up for yourself. Yeah. You know, you still have to do it. And, she's like, and she said, that didn't help me. That's what she told <laughs> didn't me. Help she goes, that Aww. doesn't help me. You were right there. Well, yeah. She's like, wow, mommy, that didn't help me. I'm like, I don't, I'm like, I'm sorry. Like that feeling's not going anywhere. But I'll do readings and people are like, how do I turn off this empath thing? I'm like, yeah, you can't. Yeah. You can't, but you still have to choose you. 
you and that's kind of like the lesson i think when we're in this world it's like yeah you're not going to turn off the other people's feeling stuff so you have to choose you and live with it yeah i mean i i try to give her ideas to help her a little bit mm-hmm. and sometimes if you give her the right idea it does help i'll actually this actually happened on the way to the school so i'll just you don't even know this one yeah tell me so on fridays they they get ice there's like if you bring a dollar you get ice cream yeah so she wanted to bring two dollars to give ice cream to you know one for her and one for her friend dylan mm-hmm. you know so and, and i said okay that's fine so we gave her two dollars instead of a dollar and then on the way to the on the way to school today when we were riding our bikes she got like a little nervous and upset and i said well what's wrong she said well i don't know if i can give dylan the ice cream today and i said well why not you know we, you, get, you got the dollar just give it to him and she said, well, another kid named Joseph mm-hmm. uh, told Dylan that Abby has a crush on him. Oh, my God. So, yeah. So, <laughs> you yeah. really got the tip. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, this was, I mean, this it's is why lot. we're riding our bikes, by yeah. the way. Yeah, riding so, your bikes to school. Okay. Right. Yeah, we do this every okay, morning. Okay, drama. Yeah, drama. Okay. So, you know, she, so I said, all right, well, what's the big deal? And then she was getting upset that she thought, you know, well, if I give, you know, now that Dylan knows that I'm that I have a crush on him and I give him an ice cream that's gonna be awkward and weird so you know I you know I said well you don't have to give Dylan the ice cream yeah you, know, you don't have to and you know yeah 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 you know she was like kind of I know data I know data I'm like you could give it to Joseph she said no 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 not Joseph <laughs> and I said well you know what you could always do and you probably go get this one you could always just get two for yourself <laughs> And that one, then her face lit up and she was like, yeah. Actually, that was good. <laughs> yeah. I would never have said that. Right. You would have said that. I would, you know, you I would have been like two ice creams. It's not a sugar. But like right. I, for her in her mind, she's like, hey, wait a second. And you kind of gave her this subliminal message. Like spend right. it on yourself, girl. Yeah. So I gave her like the red logic <laughs> yeah. of, hey. You know, just, that's two for you. That's two for you. And that never occurred to her. Right. I don't even moment. know if they'll give her two. Yeah. I don't but, know. But yeah, that, you know, that's that's a tough one. What would I have said? It would have been more like philosophical, and she'd have been like, "Yeah, that didn't help again, yeah. Mama," because I would have been like, "Well, you know, let let someone else just do it." Yeah, you know, that's so, fine. So maybe you know that kind of helped giving her ideas. I don't know. You know, I mean, you're obviously much better I, at no, this I'm than not, I am because I get but... all philosophical with the kids. Like I get a little too empathy yeah. and too energy sometimes. You know, like yesterday, she's like, you know, yeah. that's like a real solution you gave her. Sometimes right. I'm at I, because I said. I don't have them for myself. So it's really hard to raise a kid that goes through something that you're currently dealing with. <laughs> like, I don't know how to help you with that. Like, I guess if some person was, cause all that water bottle thing was somebody was going against her boundaries. And like, so that happens to me. Sometimes I just kind of like, I don't know, I'll dip out cause I hate confrontation or I'll just remove myself from something. And so like, I've never learned how to use my voice. I mean, that's like yeah. a challenge for me as well. So it's hard to teach your kids something that's a challenge for yourself. So it's kind of like, it's vulnerable. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll, we'll find out, you know, we'll, we'll fill everybody in on this. Oh I'm sure gosh. you guys are all dying to know who got the second who got ice cream. Who got the second ice cream? Is it Abby? <laughs> Is it Dylan? Possibly Joseph. Is it two? Or is it some, yeah, who knows? <laughs> some random kid? Who knows? We don't know. All right. It might be a random kid. All right, we got one we got one ad we're gonna do, and then after that ad, we're gonna take a listener's story who's raising an indigo. We got this off the Mystic McKellar Spiritual Family page and discuss that. Okay. Do you do that thing where you have the same sheets on your bed and you wash them and you put them back on right after and it's just over and over again? Well, you know, stop it because guess guess who's back? 
Brooklinen's back. Rich and Vicky. They're back. They are back. And, you know, Brooklinen was started by Rich and Vicky. Yes. And they also tried to find beautiful home essentials that didn't cost an arm and a leg. And when they couldn't, they founded Brooklinen as the first direct-to-consumer bedding company. Yeah. And it's great to see them again. Yeah. You know that they will, on occasion, come to your house. Yeah, if you spend enough money. Yes. Um, (laughs) It's been a while for us. We haven't seen them in a while. Yeah. They came... You know, we leave the door open. We're in our bed because we don't leave the bed because we have the Brooklyn sheets. The sheets are like butter. And it was a little awkward at first. I'm not going to lie. You know, me and Rich, we kind of like gave each other, each other a little side eye and things like that. <laughs> weird. It was a little strange. Uh, but, you know, they, then they brought the, uh, the great cheeses that they always bring. Great they, cheeses. Yeah, they brought the vivid wine vivid from wine. V. Uh, it was really nice. It was really nice. Yeah, well, they work directly with manufacturers <laughs> to make luxury. Available directly to you without the luxury level markups. That's true. Brooklinen has a variety of sheets, colors, patterns, and materials to fit your needs and tastes. Brooklinen has over 50,000 five-star reviews and counting. Mine's one of them. They are so confident you will love their products. They even offer a 365-day money-back guarantee. And Brooklinen is so much more than sheets. They've got comforters, pillows, towels, even loungewear and more. You know, it's a really great gift idea if somebody, you know, housewarming or, you know, kid has their new apartment or dorm or something like that. It is pretty cool. So give yourself the comfort refresh you deserve and get it for less at Brooklinen. Go to brooklinen.com and use promo code KYA to get $20 off with a minimum purchase of $100. That's Brooklinen, B-R-O-O-K-L-I-N-E-N.com and enter promo code KYA for $20 off with a minimum purchase of $100. That's brooklinen.com, promo code KYA. Hey, Scotty. So, yeah, we were talking about Abby, you know, raising a kid that's a little sensitive. Today, we're talking about empath co-parenting. V also has a pink kid, so we're going to talk about that. You know, sensitive kids, how you deal with it, how you deal with parenting, all sorts of stuff. But you had something that you wanted to share about a Mystic Michaela spiritual family member from the Facebook page. Yeah, so I found this from one of our listeners, Amarena Right. I'll just give her your first name, of course. And she said, I have a question for you all. Hope you can help me with some insight. Okay. All right, first of all, she doesn't know her aura colors. So what do we do? We stalked her. She's blue and purple. She's a blue and purple, right? Yeah. All right. She thinks she's indigo, but maybe she's a blue to go. Who knows? Yeah, today maybe she's blue. Sometimes if it's like a quick confirm, it's just I just look at it real quick and there it is. Depending on your day, it could be a little darker or lighter, but yeah. Right. All right. She says, I'm definitely raising an indigo. He's a sensitive 10-year-old boy who knows he's a bit different. He even asked if he has autism. Hmm, Uh, She says he doesn't. That's interesting. Yeah. He's wise beyond his years. Regularly when she tells him it's lights out, she finds him in bed reading. Uh, He has different crystals that he uses, gemstones. Uh, He says they help him and they talk about it. And he also uses, same with Epsom salts. I'm not oh, sure. What yeah. are Epsom salts? You, yeah, they're just, you get them, they're actually really cheap. You just go to the drugstore and you get them and you put them in, ba- in your bath. I do it when I'm really stressed out or I feel like I just need to cleanse myself. You stick them in the bath, you just soak. Okay. So this is, I mean, again, this kid's only 10. That's he's amazing. Al- it's amazing that he's just got this insight into what helps him. Right. So this is the question. My question is at what point, how do I start teaching him about how he's an indigo? So many things make sense now. Do I just bring it up casually here and there? Like I know how he feels, but I don't think anyone else does. And we're kind of on our own little island. Like in there. Uh, yeah, in their yeah, own world. Yeah, the little world You of this. feel like that when you're a highly sensitive person. You do feel like you live on an island and nobody swims out to you too often. Yes, that's right. true. Uh, you know, there are there books that we can read together? Do I just start talking about auras and see what he says? 
Um, he is in counseling, she goes on to say, for anxiety. So, so this is very interesting. You know, so she herself is a you know, blue, possibly indigo. He's an indigo. It seems like they're kind of in this boat together, not too many people around. I mean, and, and this can definitely happen, uh, especially, you know, in, in this world where other people might under, understand this term indigo or yeah. empath and they're just like, you know. Like, you know, man up, kid, you're 10. Yeah. And well, that's the problem with our society. We've talked about this a lot. Like there's a lot of pressure on boys not to be sensitive, actually to be, you know, that sensitivity isn't masculine, which is totally a, a, a weird I guess, agreement that makes no sense in our world as we kind of explore it. A lot of boy moms, I think, are are dealing with this too. Um, yeah, so I think, I mean, just from what I do with my own kids and from what I see with people who I, you know, I read people a lot. Also, we did uh, Your Kid's Aura, Your Child's Aura. We did a whole podcast episode on that if you go um, several episodes back. But kids are able to understand a lot more than you think. You know, and they understand because as adults, and this is what I noticed as adults, like, what do we do? Like we put so much stuff, there's so many layers, there's so many filters, there's so much programming that's already happened. When you're a kid, you don't have any of those like walls or fortresses around just truths about who you are. So any age really is a great age as a kid to be like, Hey, you know, you're, you don't have to say indigo. If you want to bring up the aura colors, you can. Kids really do understand them. But if you want to just go into, Hey, you know, you're really, you know, you feel other people's feelings as your own. You know, that's a sense just like smelling or touching or, or hearing, feeling other people's as your own is another sense. They don't teach it in schools. Not everybody has it as much as you might have it. Um, it's, you know, it can vary from person to person, just like some people have um, a great voice and some people don't have a great singing voice. You know, it's just kind of a skill, but everyone can sing, right? But some people can sing better. Everyone can feel other people's feelings. Some people can feel it a little bit more. Kids get that immediately. It doesn't take them like years to figure that out. They're like, oh, okay, that's what I'm doing. So when I go to class and I'm, you know, I see that they're struggling, you know, my other classmates or I, or I pick up other people's energy right. or, you know, or whatnot, or I feel like that, you know, I, I'm just picking up something from the teacher. Like maybe the teacher's having a bit. It's not me. I just feel them. That's yeah. all. Yeah. Cause she goes on to say he worries about everyone in the class, mm-hmm. like little Timmy not being able to find his eraser. Yeah. Susie trying to sharpen her pencil but keeps breaking. That's very stressful for him. Yeah. Huh. So like if it was – let's say um, – I forgot if she put it – she didn't put his name down. Okay. Well, let's say if he was a girl uh, – let's say he was a girl. Yeah. Then would this be such a big deal to Yeah. Well, to her? I think it would be kind of like how we're dealing with, with Abby. More like Abby, You know, yeah. like I'll – you know, I don't – and I'll be honest, like I talk all this all the time. There, society is a pressure. So that Abby's a girl and I have to teach her about her sensitivity, that's easier for me than I feel like boy moms teaching their boys this. It just is because society is such like a pressure on us to be like, oh my gosh, like are you going to survive the world being so sensitive? You know, but the thing is, is if they know it's a strength, actually they'll survive it the best. Because the only thing that keeps, I think, all of us as we understand ourselves better down is thinking this is a weakness. When honestly, it's such an amazing strength. It's just all the things we were told to put it away or hide it or compensate for it or that it's associated with being weak or silly or emotional or just all or not competent. Those are all wrong. Those things are wrong that we were taught. And when we own it, 
And it's just easier to teach ownership at a young age. Like, hey, no, it's a special skill. No, that's right. Not everyone's going to understand it. That doesn't mean it's not your superpower. Like, it is a superpower. If you can understand how other people are feeling and you just get over your own need to, like, heal them, you know, or whatever, or fix it, or, like, whatever you... That's a superpower. That's, yeah. like, for bosses, for coworkers, for your whole... For relationships, for your whole life. You just know you have that gift. And, it does, and, and you taking the next step oh, I should hide myself or I should fix them or I should be this for them. You know, if you can take that out of it, man, you, 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 you soar. And so, yeah, I think talking to your kids openly about it, they'll, they'll get more than, and they might have great insights themselves. Yeah. All right. That's a good one. I like that. Yeah, that was, that was really, really good. Thank you, Amarina, for sharing that about your son. Yeah. And it sounds like she's doing like an amazing job because she lets him be him. And and look at all the language and tools he has to to you know self care. I think that's great. Yeah. And if he went to Abby School, maybe that ice cream would be for him. That would the be second for him. Ice cream. Yes. Yes. The second ice cream. We found Abby's mate. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's what I would have told her. I would have been like, first of all, and I don't know if this is right or wrong, but I always say this to the like, I don't like this boyfriend girlfriend stuff. No. 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 Because no, so she's always like, I have a crush, and I have a crush, and, I, and he's my boyfriend. I'm like, no, you have friends that are boys. You don't have crushes. We like everybody. You can have a friend that's a boy and just like them. Right. You know, I try to keep that because I, you know, I I don't like pushing that. Oh, it's your little boyfriend, or oh, it's your little girlfriend at this age. No. But she brings it up that way to me no, and no. you. So that's what I would have done. I'm like, yeah. first of all, I can't he's even not your crush. He's your friend. Yeah. Right. I mean, that's, I mean, obviously. <laughs> I don't know if that's right or no, wrong. No, you're totally right. No know. boyfriends, no girlfriends. How do you think? Know. How do you think I became a teen mom? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So I'm learning from my mistakes <laughs> on these kids. No boyfriends, no girlfriends until at least 25. Okay. Thir- two, you're right. 28. 28. 28. That's when you're yeah. okay with the kids getting yeah. relationships. Okay, Scott. 28 to, no, 30, maybe 30. <laughs> that's a dad 30. thing. I don't care about that. Yeah, no, I just think, I, you know what? No, you know what? They should never. No. <laughs> that's what I would say. I'm like, he's your friend. Find a new friend to yeah, give that boy, ice cream are, to. Boys are not good. Boys are not good. All right, Scott, stop. <laughs> stop. You just went into like a whole thing. All right, well, V is almost done. Okay. She just handed me a Brunch Vibes layered chain. Oh, that's great. I'm going to wear it uh, when I go to brunch. All brunch right. vibes. Yeah, because brunch vibes. All right. right. I, I wouldn't wear it to dinner. All right. We got two more ads and then we have V. All right. Do you find yourself wearing your yoga pants like overtime? <laughs> Maybe you're wearing those go-to leggings to do more than just workout. Well, guess what? You're not alone. I'm with you. And you can find way more options you'll want to wear all the time at Girlfriend Collective. Girlfriend Collective is sustainable, ethically made activewear for everyone. They make such cute and comfortable bras, leggings, shorts, tanks, tees, and more. And their sizing is inclusive, ranging from extra, extra small to 6XL. Whether you're working out, running errands, or doing nothing at all except looking cute. Girlfriend Collective has functional fabrics, colors, and styles for any activity. Their best-selling leggings are squat-proof. Very important people. Come with pockets and have different levels of support, whether you need compression, like me, or softness. Join the collective today and feel good about what you buy and comfortable in what you wear. For listeners of the show... Such a great deal. Girlfriend Collective is offering $25 off your purchase of $100 or more when you go to girlfriend.com slash KYA. That's $25 off $100 or more when you go to girlfriend.com slash KYA. That's girlfriend.com slash KYA. 
Hey, Scott, have you ever been just too damn high? Yes, I am right now. Well, we've all been there with today's weed. Sometimes it's a dangerous game, but dad grass is reviving the pleasure of the casual smoke so you can chill out without the stress. Yeah, I I just want to get high more like when my parents did it in the 70s. (laughs) Well, dad grass is legal, organic, smokable hemp that relaxes your body and mellows your mind. Their 100% organic pre-rolled joints are very low in THC and high in CBD, so you can enjoy the effects of CBD while keeping a clear head. Chill out without getting stoned. It's like having a glass of wine, not the whole bottle. All Dadgrass products are federally legal for ages 21 and over, and it ships right to your door anywhere in the U.S. Whether you're looking for a new buzz or a chill way to enjoy an old favorite, Dadgrass will leave you in a euphoric mood. So right now, Dadgrass is offering our listeners 20% off your first order when you go to dadgrass.com slash KYA. Go to dadgrass.com slash KYA for 20% off your first order. That's dadgrass.com slash KYA. Hey, bro. Let's use some dad grass while I train you for Dancing with the Stars. Hey, bro. Only if we play Candy Crush, I'm a bit. Hey, bro. Only if I could take my shirt off and drink hot coffee. For sure, bro. <laughs> okay. Let's right. talk to V about empath co-parenting. Hey, Mystic Michaela Spiritual Family. Oh my gosh, I am here with the lovely V Rivera. You may know her from Teen Mom. You may know her from uh, her podcast with Cal Lowry. Is that how you say it? Lowry? Lowry? Lowry. Lowry, yeah. I'm pretty sure it's, yeah, King Lowry. Lowry. <laughs> I always get mixed up saying her last name. I'm too. having the worst pronunciation problems today. Like, I don't know what my problem is. Um, on their, their podcast together they have, which is Baby Mama's No Drama. And I'm here with her because, oh my gosh, I just wanted you all to hear her take on being an empath and what that is like with co parenting. Because, wow, I can't imagine. Um, myself going through it. Like I do readings for people who do it. Um, And obviously I know people who do it, but I want, you know, you speak the language. So thanks so much for being here, V. Thank you so much for asking me on. I was so excited. Um, We've done an episode for my podcast. So I was like honored to be asked to be on yours. (laughs) Yeah. When you, when we connected um, for your podcast Sometimes like I'll do, you know, I'll do podcasts with people and some people get, you know, everybody gets it because it's just the aura colors, but some people are like, no, I get it. And that was you. You were like, no, I get all of it. And so, so you were the first one that popped in my mind when I wanted to do an episode on this. So do you know your aura? Do you remember? Yeah. I, you told me that I was a purple and blue. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, how do you see like, you know, cause you can understand that. Like, how do you see yourself, you know? I have an idea of what you lead with. You know what I mean? But like, how do you see yourself leading? Do you lead more with like that blue where you feel other people's feelings as your own? Or do you lead more, do you feel like with that purple, like where it's kind of like feisty or just immediate intuition and you know, what what do you find yourself leading with? I feel like it depends on the situation and the person, which is kind of weird, but, um, if I feel like the person will can take my feistiness, then I might lead with the purple. But I think most of the time when it comes to co-parenting, I do try and lead with the blue and like the more calmer and like understanding side because there is so many different perspectives and there's a lot of feelings involved and it can get really, um, um, I, would, I wouldn't say messy, but I think just 
complicated, you know, like with so many different emotions and just trying to understand both sides. Um, like that's kind of where I lean. Like I always try and understand, you know, where my husband's coming from and where Kale's coming from and like try and help them meet somewhere in the middle. So I kind of try and be like that voice of reason. Um, although it is very hard because, you know, obviously you have your own opinions and you have you know, your own take on things. So you do want your voice to be heard and everything, but you also don't want to add any, any more trouble, or you don't want to add any more rockiness to the already rocky situation. You know what I mean? So I feel like as time has gone by, I've learned to just, um, you know, give my opinion and tell them how I feel and how I feel like the situation can be helped or whatever, but also to just lean and lean more towards compassion and like empathy. And, um, I don't think that's very common with like co-parenting. I think everything is always very like my opinion, like this is my opinion and this is what we need to do. Like people just get really, and I understand because as a mom, I feel like I'm like that with my daughter. Like you're, you know, the mama bear kind of comes oh, out. Yeah. yeah. So it's very, I think that's why I really, um, I empathize with Kale on a lot of things too. And, um, you know, as a mom and like just seeing her side of things, like sometimes, you know, we can get very feisty and we can get very, you know, as a matter of fact, um, but sometimes, you know, it's hard to see the other person's perspective when you just have like these, you know, your your vision just kind of gets fogged up by just what you, you know, your opinion and stuff like that. So I can understand how it can be hard to like open up and see the other person's perspective. But, you know, that's what I try and bring to both of them. Um, yeah. And I, think I have succeeded um, in most cases. <laughs> yeah, because I love how you said that because you're like... Well, I like you basically just said like that you're so blue that <laughs> you have this ability to even see when people aren't able to be that way towards you. Like I'm so empathic and I'm so empathetic that I can even understand when people approach me with the way that I'm trying not to approach them and give them a yeah. second and like take a step back and let them go through it. And then I'll meet them after they have their initial reaction and then we'll talk is that kind of like your what you tr- attempt at with this whole situation that is exact, yeah that's exactly how I am like I kind of let them go through their own feels and then like when things <laughs> when you've calmed down a bit then we can have a conversation <laughs> I love that I like that all right so let's take everybody back um real quick because you have a unique situation because yes. it's really funny um so, I mean, it's, I think it's funny now, you know, maybe it wasn't funny a while ago, but so you co-host a podcast with the mom of your husband's yeah. first kid. That's how that works. Yeah. Right. Like hence yeah. the baby mom is no drama thing. And mm-hmm. when you met him, was he already filming with like teen mom? How does that, like, how did that work? Cause I like, and what was that like? Yeah. People always <laughs> ask that question. Um, so yeah, when I met him, I actually, um, he was working on music back then. And I think they had started, they had did 16 and Pregnant, because uh, the whole franchise started with 16 and Pregnant. Okay. So then they just pulled people from there um, to make, I guess, Teen Mom too. Um So I think they were just right at the beginning, like things weren't as big as they are now mm-hmm. or anything. Like, I don't think any of us thought that the show was going to be as big as it was, especially Kale. I know she probably didn't <laughs> think that. I'm kind of more in the background. Like it's, it's mostly my husband and her, um, mm. well, most her story and stuff like that. But, um, yeah, in the beginning he reached out because he was doing music. And at that time I was modeling and stuff like that. So for me, it was like a good opportunity to come out 
in his music video um, and his manager hit me up. So I took the opportunity. Sure. And for me, it was just like a business move. Like I was like, I'm going to do this and move on and that's it. Um, but we ended up really hitting it off. And 10 years later, we're married with a kid. Oh my gosh. That's amazing. So <laughs> yeah. what, what was it like? Like your purple came to play. That's what happened. Your purple was like, yes. okay, <laughs> let's try this my out. definitely came out. <laughs> what was it like? Like, I guess I, I, this always fascinates me when I talk to people who have TV shows because I'm, I'm like, yeah. what does it feel like when especially as an empath, like being subject, like you're already sensitive to the people in your life, like their feelings and their thoughts and their emotions. So now it's like not even magnified to, I would even say like a community. It's like global. Like how do, how do you handle that? I know it's, um, I think I'm pretty lucky. I think I've gotten a really good community of people behind me as far as like my followers and stuff like that. Um, you just, you really have to stay true to who you are and you know, your beliefs and, just try not to be somebody who you're not, you know, as long as you're you and you're, you know, true to yourself, um, the people, people will, you know, they'll kind of resonate with that. So I feel like that's been me all along. So that's why I've gotten to where I am with like, I have like a great following and like people follow me for, you know, my journey and they know how we co-parent and stuff like that. So it has been really great, but you know, you also, you do get those, very few trolls and stuff like sure. that, you know, give their unsolicited opinions. <laughs> You're like, oh, like, okay, thanks. But that comes with like every territory, you know, I think you have to have, sometimes, you know, I do get comments and um, they'll be like, oh my gosh, like, I can't believe someone just said that to me. Like, and as an empath, it kind of gets to you. Yeah. Like, you're like, I think people will think that way about me or, you know, say these things. And like, you kind of always want to like, change people's minds. But I think over time you've just realized, you just realize, and you come to the conclusion that you can't, you're, you're not for everybody, you know, like you have to just take the good with the bad. And, um, I think thankfully, like I get more good than bad. So I agree. <laughs> I love following you. So I like, hard. I love following you. Cause like you, I think like, even if there is something going on and, and like, and I don't, I've said that I don't watch the show, but I yeah. listen to your podcast or, you know, I watch you on social media and I just notice with you, you're like, Hey, listen, like if something's going on, you're just like, yep, this is where I'm at currently. Don't really know yeah. what's next or like, you're just very like, this is it. And people must like yeah. latch on to like, okay, like she's just, she's up front. You know, you're very upfront yeah. at least. And you're just like, I don't know the answer. So here's my, yeah. I don't know. Or it's just authentic. Yeah. It's, it's very real. And maybe people appreciate that. Um, yeah. so when you, so with you and Cal, cause Cal is like really, she's purple blue too, but I feel like she leads more with yeah. her purple maybe yeah, more with her purple. Yeah. <laughs> so like, how did you two, I guess you had a Rocky start, or whatever. So how did you guys finally, was there just like a, like a meeting? Was there just like, Hey, let's just come on. We got, there's a kid involved. Like what was the initial move there to, to reconcile? What is that noise? Sorry, my my message. Oh, I was, oh my gosh. No, I'm just happy. It wasn't me because I am so bad with tech V. I'm like, is something of mine doing that? So I'm glad. One second. Let me try and like turn this off. It's like a group chat that I'm in, and they're like just all of a sudden want to want to talk all the time. That's so funny. I always joke. I always joke. Blue people get involved in the group texts, and if you're indigo like me, you mute it and then you check. Yeah, they're all muted. But it's since I'm on my laptop, it won't come up on my phone. But my laptop, it keeps making all these. Oh my god, they're talking to each other. That's my nightmare. I can't have my devices speaking to one another. 
<laughs> my nightmare. How do you turn this off? Oh, so, there's yeah. some green person listening that's like, you just go here and you do. Where's yeah. Joe? <laughs> While we wait for V to figure out how to turn off her group chat notifications, I want to talk to you about your style. You know, your style isn't a one size fits all. It's about what suits your body and what suits the moment. So why not shop at a store that is personalized to your size and style? Introducing Stitch Fix freestyle. It is a shop built just for you. This is a dream come true for me. I go to Stitch Fix Freestyle and there it is. Everything I like all together, already picked out. I just get to choose whatever suits me for today. Stitch Fix Freestyle is your trusted style destination where you can discover and instantly buy curated items based on your style, likes, and lifestyle. Whether you're looking for a brand you love or to try a new one, at Stitch Fix Freestyle, you can shop a range over 1,000 brands personalized for your size and fit. With styles for workouts, to work wear, for lounging around the house, for a night out on the town, Stitch Fix Freestyle has clothes for any occasion that you actually like and that fits you. <laughs> so there's no subscription required. And they were they offer absolutely free shipping, returns, and exchanges. So get started today by filling out your style quiz at stitchfix.com slash KYA. That's stitchfix.com slash KYA to try Stitch Fix Freestyle. That's stitchfix.com slash KYA. Sometimes it's really hard not to worry about the what ifs of life. What if I don't make it in time? What if I mess up? What if I feel like I'm in danger? If you don't want to worry when it comes to your safety, you need Birdie. Birdie is a personal safety alarm designed to be easy to carry and simple to use. When you activate your Birdie with one quick pull, the alarm will emit a loud 130 decibel siren and flashing strobe light to help deter an attack. Unlike pepper spray or other deterrents, Birdie is no danger to you. You can feel confident to use it without the worry. Birdie goes anywhere you go. The alarm comes in multiple colors. I always get it in my aura color. I got one for my daughter in her aura color, and it has a brass keychain. So you can attach it to your keys or your bag, or if you're jogging, you can attach it to your like sports bra, anywhere. It's light. It's cute. And it's easy. Over 300,000 birdie alarms have been sold and they have thousands of five-star review. So join the flock today for a safer tomorrow. Right now, She's Birdie is offering our listeners 15% off your first purchase when you go to she'sbirdie.com slash KYA. Go to She's Birdie, spelled S-H-E-S-B-I-R-D-I-E dot com slash K-Y-A for 15% off your first purchase. Great stocking stuffers, by the way, for all your little friends. That's She's Birdie dot com slash K-Y-A. All right. So yeah, we started off and we were, I think we, we were all so young. And I think the idea of co-parenting was just so far beyond what we ever expected. We weren't we just didn't know it. You know, I don't think it was such a thing like 10 years ago as, you know, as big as it is now, not saying people didn't co-parent, but, um, I think now it's just more talked about and it's a little more common. Um, so, you know, starting off, we just, we didn't really know what we were all, any of us were doing, you know? So it's bad enough. You have two parents who are already rocky and don't really know what they're doing. And then, you know, add a step parent. (laughs) I don't really know what I'm doing either. Right. (laughs) So um, I think it's, you know, us, we, we, it was just a lot of growing pains and a lot of, you know, definitely a lot of growth and just realizing like, you know, we don't need to hate each other. We don't, you know, we all, we're all just trying to be on the same 
page and be on the same team, which is like team Isaac, you know? Yeah. That's the child that they share together. Right. Yeah. It's all about the child and like keeping them happy and trying Mm -hmm. to raise them in an environment where, you know, they don't need to worry about, you know, which parent they're talking to. Like we're all on the same page and we all need to be on the same team, you know? So, um, I think we, I think I just came down to me and Kale just finally realizing like, listen, we don't, I don't want to do this with you anymore. Like we just don't need to, we don't need to be on bad terms or anything. Like we need to get it together. Um, so I, I I mean, I think it just, it doesn't happen overnight, obviously. Um, it just kind of like gradually happened where we just like kind of started getting to know each other more and we Mm -hmm. were like, okay, like you're not that bad. (laughs) And, you know, I think she started realizing like at the end of the day, I wasn't trying to take her place. Like, I'm just trying to help you guys. You know, I just want to be here for you guys and I want to be here for Isaac. And that's pretty much it. Like, I'm not trying to compete. I'm not trying to compare like none of that. I don't need to, you know, um, I'm just an extra person, a bonus person who loves, you know, this child. And I just want to make a difference in their life. And, you know, I don't feel like we will get there if we're all, you know, on the wrong page or if we're constantly arguing and stuff like that. Like, I just feel like they, you know, if people need, they need someone who's going to be, you know, that, that mutual person in the middle and, you know, just trying to get them to see things as to where they probably don't see it so So you were like between her and joe like you would do you find yourself sometimes being like oh hey wait a second like let i'll me and cal will just figure it out joe or do you ever find yourself kind of stepping in those roles here and there um when it comes to isaac no like i (laughs) i I feel like at the end no i feel like at the end of the day they they are his parents so they need to really figure it out you know um i'm not i i have no I don't need to, I don't need to say, oh, like, this is what you need to do. You know, like, that's not what I'm trying to do. I just, if, if they need an opinion or if they need help, like, then that's when I step in and I'm like, you know, I'm more than happy to help you guys out. But I do feel like at the end of the day, I want them to, I want them to figure it out. Right. You know, like, that's the goal. I want them to know how they can communicate with each other. Like, they have to figure that out on their own. So um, that's where it kind of gets hard because they're both very like hot headed and like, you know, what I say goes like they're kind of like that. And I'm like, you guys, you guys can't be like that. Like, right. Like some sort of mediator like that or whatever. Like, hey, guys, yeah. figure it out, you know, call each other and just figure it out or whatever. Yeah. So that's kind of what you found is a helpful tool possibly. Yeah. And it's really hard. Like, as you said, like as an empath, I feel like... um for me, it's hard to tell someone like, oh, you're, you're wrong, you know, especially when it comes to someone's opinion or parenting, like there is no wrong, you know, like what you think is, you know, just because you do something differently than me doesn't automatically make it wrong. Um, I mean, yeah, it could be a bad decision. And I can, I can voice that in my opinion and say, listen, I don't think this was the best decision or, you know, we could have gone about this better. But um, as far as telling, I have a hard time telling people, you know, you're wrong because to me it's not it's not wrong it's just a different it's just something different than what I would do and I don't know if empaths can like relate to this you just that makes so much sense to me because I'm like that because it's hard there's great like when you're an empath I think it's there's a lot of gray area, you know, you yes. can see everyone's side. So like, <laughs> you know, your husband and then, you know, your, I guess, Isaac's mom, you're like, okay, I get what she's saying. And I also get mm-hmm. what he's saying, but it sounds like what also that you did in order to kind of just like help the situation was step out of your ego a lot. You're like, you know what? 
Uh, it's oh, yeah, not about sure. me. And so you stepped into yeah. more perspective, which is love, I guess, and just yeah. seeing people for who they are. I think that's really hard to do. Especially when you have that purple in you. Yes. Like, because I'm still very, you know, like I can be that person that's like really feisty and I need like, I mean, even my in my own marriage with my husband, like. I can be that purple that's like, no, like, this is it. <laughs> oh, yeah. And um, that, you know, that comes out. But when it comes to other people and just like situations that I know are so sensitive, um, that's when my blue, like, that's when I try and just lead with my blue. Even if I feel my purple coming out, I'm like, you know what? <laughs> it's not about me. Like, I have to think about that. I have to think like, it's not about me. I'm not going to make an argument. Uh, about me, you know, or anything like that. So you kind of have to put, it's hard being a step parent. Um, you have to like put all of those feelings aside. I mean, you can't address it. Like I address, you know, things to my husband all the time. If I do feel, you know, indifferent or anything like that, like I have told him things in the past that we've worked through, but, um, I think where I'm at now is just, I just want them to get on the same page. And I want to be that person that, you know, she knows if she needs to talk to me, I'm here for her. And mm -hmm. he knows, obviously I'm his wife. Like I'm going to help you too. Yeah. But I, I'm not here to take sides. I don't want, I don't want to take sides. Like, it's a I job don't, you don't. Like, there should not be any sides when it comes to parenting. You know? Yeah. Like, it sounds never... too like you were exhausted, you know, too. It's just yeah. like, this is too much for me. I got to cut some jobs out here. And yeah. Because yeah. exhausting. Right. How do you deal with that? Yeah. All right. So that's all. That's really interesting. So it sounds to me like you really dropped your ego. You really stepped into perspective. You really saw people for who they are. I feel like you and Cal kind of did this thing where you're like, listen, we're going to let the past, like we've grown, we're different, yeah. that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. I think you both realize the situation's not changing because there's a kid involved. So it's like, you know, yeah, so it's, like, this is what it is. It like, is what it is. Yeah, exactly. Does it ever feel like a sibling relationship sometimes or something? I always wonder that or like extended family or something where you're just like, oh, you know, we have to get along. So let's just brush stuff under the carpet and just move forward. Do you guys ever feel like that? I say this to Joe all the time. I always tell him like, I feel like she's like that long lost like cousin or family member right. like that you know like you always want to be there for them like that's I, I look at Kale like she's my family you know and I think that's why you know people look at us and they're like oh you guys are like great friends and stuff and I'm like no well me and Kale have known each other for a little over 10 years now like at this point she is my family you know like she's someone who I've grown up with she's someone who you know I've seen grow and you know whether we both make the right decisions or not we're in each other's lives, you know? And, um, if anything, like, I don't, I don't ever want to, I, I want to help her, you know, the same way I know, like she will help me, you mm -hmm. know? So as far as our growth and, um, you know, just parenting and stuff like that, I just want to be there for her and, um, the same for my husband, you know? And I just, I, I don't know. I just feel like this weird, um, like I want to, not protect her, but like also like, you know, she's gone, she's, wrote books on this on like her life and stuff like that and she's been through a lot so mm -hmm. it's like when you don't have that family when you don't have that support system yeah. you know you're we're kind of like all you've got and stuff along with like your friends but I just feel like this really like like I just want to help you know like I just really I totally be understand what you're saying when I was on your yeah. podcast that was the first time I ever met Cal and I got the same kind of feeling towards her like you know, yeah. she's been through some stuff like that yeah. and yeah. whatever, you know, I'm sure she's, you know, however she's perceived sometimes it's like, well, there's a backstory. So there's sometimes like you just got to hold space for somebody a little bit and yeah. go from there. Not everybody can do that though. 
So yeah, sure. what do you do? Okay, so you two figured it out. Like, what advice do you have? Because there is a, probably a lot of people listening and they're like, you know, we haven't figured it out. Like, she did this to me and then this happened and then she did this and she caught, like, awful things. Like, unforget, like, how, do you, and I'm sure on your podcast, I know on your podcast, I know on your podcast you guys cover a lot of this. So, like, yeah. what advice do you have for that? Like, the other person's just not doing the, I'm going to lead with my love thing. <laughs> like, what is oh, your yeah. advice? I know. It's funny. We get a lot of um, people, you know, send in their stories and there's a ton of people who write in, in to us and let us know, you know, we're not, we're not there. I don't think we're ever going to be there. Mm-hmm. So what advice do you have? And for me, it's like, you know, we, we also have to be realistic, you know, um, just because I'm someone that leads with love and I'm empathetic, that doesn't mean everybody else is going to be in that same situation. So no, you might not ever have the same relationship that I have with Kale, you know, um, but I think as long as you're you're doing what you need to do and, you know, tr- like not putting yourself in those situations and kind of you kind of have to learn how to almost just take a step back and, you know, take yourself out of that, like just for your own mental health, you know, like if it's not a situation and it's toxic, like don't force it. And I tell people all the time, you don't have to force a relationship with, you know, your a, a, a co-parenting person or, you know, a a biological mom or biological dad, like whoever it is, it doesn't need to be forced. Like if it's not going to happen, it's just not going to happen. But as long as, you know, you're going into that relationship with, you know, like your, I don't know how to explain it. I know Um, you're unfollowing you. So I totally get what you're saying. As long as you're doing what you need to do and you know, like, you know, you're making the best decisions, like don't, you know, don't completely turn negative on the person, just do what you have to do, you know? Um, And I think the rest will fall into place. I mean, if the person's not going to follow your lead, then that's on them. You know, you can't really force someone to make a relationship with you. You can't force someone to change. Yeah, It has to be completely on them. But I think over time, if you know, if you're, you know, doing the right things and being a good person, I totally believe in good karma. And I believe that, you know, the universe will work in your favor. Um, so that's just kind of how I always am, you know, and there's plenty of times where I want to, you know, do things out of, out of spite or like just yeah. be, be mean or something like, and that's not even, human. I'm not even talking about co-parenting. I'm just talking about in real life, <laughs> right. you know, like in real life situations, but I always just think, you know, like at the end of the day, where is that going to get me? You know, like what's, what, what's going to happen to me after I do this? Like, I, I'm not going to feel good about it. Um, you know, it's not going to make the situation better. So you just need to, you know, better do what you need to do and, you know, just try and lead with positivity. If you can't leave with, okay. the, with love, just lead with positivity in your own self and your own decisions. And, um, yeah, I think everything will probably fall into place. I Whether got chills. That's I feel like that's so essential for, for people who might be struggling right now. And I love, and I love how you just said, like, basically some, you got to let go of control what you thought the relationship should look like or, or what you like, you know, maybe you want it to be like you and Cal where it's like, okay, they seem to, I don't know, you guys go to each other's things and you celebrate each other's kids together and whatever you, you encourage the sibling relationships, which seems really nice for all the kids and, and that, but it's like, not everyone it, it sucks if you don't have that it really does it sucks and and if like the other person that you're co-parenting with is like not gonna whatever they live in spite or they live in that they live in that anger um yeah. so you gotta let go of control that you know maybe it's like we don't talk maybe we just communicate yeah. in a different way so exactly. and i think that's the hardest part people have is just letting go of that control and 
you know, not having a situation where you thought it was going to be this way or, you know, just comparing yourself. Like in my, in my instance, people compare their relationships to like me and Kayla. And I'm like, don't do that. Number one, because if you look back to where we started, <laughs> right. the worst relationship, you know, like, and it's taken us like years to get to this, this space, you know, it, 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 it's all about time too. like people heal on different levels. Like, you know, like, I can easily forgive somebody, um, depending on what they've done. But like, I feel like I do, I can forgive people, you know, probably way faster than somebody else may forgive that person, you know? So it's all about just like the wavelengths too, you know, the wavelengths of it. Like, you know, people might not get over things just as fast as you and that's okay. And you have to accept that, you know, like there, there's plenty of things that I like didn't forgive Kale for. And, you know, I was a little iffy about, you know, like, I don't ever want to, I was like, I don't want to, I'm never going to talk to her. Like, we're never going to have a relationship and stuff like that. But like, as you get older, you kind of just realize like, you're holding on to like hate, you know, and hate and grudges. And that doesn't get you anywhere. You know, like it really doesn't, if anything, it affects you, it affects your personal life, it affects your health, like holding on to hate and, and things like that, that you originally have no control over, you know, it's just, it just, it, it's not for me. And I've realized like, that's not for me. Like, there's a different way, like I can tell people how I feel and there's a different way that we can manage situations and I don't need to hold a grudge and I don't need to hate this person, you know, like, like I said, you can't control what people do. You can't control, you just can't control everything. Yeah. So you just have to control like how you take, you, how you take um situations and, you know, how you're going to try and grow from that. But um, you know, not saying if the person is super toxic and you really don't want them in your life, you don't need that relationship, you know, like you don't have, like I said before, you don't have to force it, but you know, I think just, like I said before, just doing what you're doing, like leading with positivity and like trying to just do your best. <laughs> like that's all you can really do. And I, it's hard for me too, cause I'm also a Virgo. So I'm very <laughs> like, yeah, <laughs> it's like my husband. Yeah. It's like, like you don't forget anything. Right. Virgo. Blue and I'm purple and I'm an empath and it's like <laughs> people don't realize how hard it is for me to balance all these things. Like, I constantly want to be in control over situations, right. but I'm also very empathetic and understanding. So it's like it's such it's a blessing and a curse. I would say like my whole life is like a blessing. And a curse. <laughs> so funny. Well, I, do you, I mean? But I like what. <laughs> It's like all these challenges that you have, it makes it even more, you know, yeah. oh my God, pat on the back to me. Cause I had a lot to say oh, and yeah. I just wrote it down instead like that. And yeah, I didn't say it exactly. out loud. I, in- I exhaled it and I let it go in different ways. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> but I do, I meditate a lot. Oh, like, do you? I, I love to do yoga. Like I find different outlets to like channel that energy, like that lingering energy and stuff like that. Like if I can't get it out a certain way or you know, there's different ways that I, that I do that. But um, yeah, it is, it is very hard, but um, I don't know, like co-parenting is like, a, it, you can't really explain it to someone unless they're actually going through it. Yeah. Um, so I always feel really crazy when I'm talking to someone who's like really not in a situation. I'm like, I don't know if you no, understand. What you I'm make saying. so much <laughs> sense to me. Cause like, I'm not in that situation and that's why I didn't want to speak about it. You know, I want it, you know, and you're so well versed in it and you like live it. <laughs> so like, and you've yeah. been through the bad stuff and you got yeah. to like a good side and this is, and you're like, you're not saying it's perfect. You're just saying like, it's, it's, it's a relationship that you have to work on and it's, it's something yeah. that isn't always going to be the way you want it to. And I, I like how you said, too, that you look at someone's intention, you know, like, hey, they said that, but, 
you have the ability because of who you are being like purple blue like mm, did they mean it you know like did they yeah, mean it that way or they, yeah or is it does it come from somewhere else and i was just the receiver of it and maybe that helps you with your forgiveness process or whatever yeah. and it's not always good i mean you know i wish i was the type of person that was like you know like I can cut somebody off completely and be like, no, like you're not going to talk to me like that or anything like that. Um, but I think it's just, I'm, I'm just, I'm so understanding and I understand how it is to be not even just on the receiving end, but doing that to somebody as well. Like I'm not perfect. And I have, I have led with my purple, you know, and yeah. I put people in that position where they felt how I felt on the receiving end. Like, Oh, do they really mean this? Or is it just like you said, like just, coming from somewhere else or maybe they're going through some things um so I think you know a lot of people don't think like that and they're like no you're just being disrespectful and you're you know a, a b a big b like I right. don't know if I can come here but <laughs> you can it doesn't matter I yeah that's fine yeah so I I love that because I guess that's just real but you two kind of got yeah. to that point where you both are real together so now you you can let your guards yeah. down a little bit more and if someone's having a bad day it is like a family relationship like you're just yeah, having a bad day of, we understand each other like I'm like bitch like you need to take a breath like, <laughs> yeah with me, like, if we like we if, we if we're cranky like just leave each other alone like yeah but yeah it's like a family really like it's like a sibling or something or like we just we just got to that point where we get each other and like yeah you know you don't have to put yeah. on the facade or you don't yeah, have to be there's, yeah there's never any this I don't I never feel like she's like totally disrespected me I mean now that we work together and we have a good relationship yeah. I don't like when we when we talk and we when we engage in conversation I don't feel disrespected like we just we know how to talk to each other and we know what we you know we know we can just be real with each other mm-hmm. like she knows she can be real with me whatever she feels like she has to say and the same for me you know so um I think we've just gotten to that point where like oh like she really does you know she's like she does understand and I can talk to her in the same way because we didn't feel those things before like we were we didn't really know each other we didn't get to know each other we didn't want to you know so like once we did and we were like okay like she actually does you know she's trying to understand and she's here you know she's trying or that's her joking or she's just like that she doesn't mean it when she makes that face or like whatever (laughs) like that's like yeah was just Joe this is my funny question is Joe like sometimes a little creeped out is he like whoa like you too (laughs) like no, what is funny, this? It's funny because when we said we were going to start the podcast, I think he thought it was like a joke. And like, I don't even think we thought like we were like kind of like, OK, this, this would be fun, like funny. He he ha ha. But then it became like a real thing. And he was like, oh, wait, that's actually kind of cool. Um, he wasn't ever I think if he was creeped out or like if he really didn't <laughs> want it to happen, I wouldn't have let it been a thing. Like kind of more um, just like funny creeped out. Like, really? <laughs> like, did it t- like take him a second? He to be definitely like, hmm. He was a little surprised. He was like, where did this come from? And I was like, I don't know. We we're just like thinking about it because it would be fun to help others, you know, and we have a lot. We have a big story to tell. Oh, yeah. You know, and and we just thought it would be like a fun project and something to, you know, give back to, you know, the people who originally do follow us. Like they'll be able to follow us on a different, you know, platform to a different level. We can actually be ourselves. Like yeah. I feel like it isn't showed on the show. Like it's so very like cut and dry. Like it's just all over the place and you don't get like that real like us. Like we're not able to really say like the thing, talk about the things that we want to talk about and stuff like that. So, you know, we just found a different outlet for it. And, um, no, he he was like he's he's so supportive. Like I can't oh, even. That's so sweet. One of my even favorite if, episodes yeah. was the, at the one in, in the beginning. You had him on, and it was like you you guys were ask, you girls were asking him questions. Oh, yeah. I love that. 
it's just so yeah, funny. He like gave us both compliments. Like yeah. he's just he's very, he's very um, supportive. <laughs> he loves, he was, I, you know, when we first started, he was listening to it all the time. I don't know if he still does. He's a little busy, but he just, he listens to it and everything. Um, but he, you know, I love Joe because he is very, you know, he's a Scorpio. He's very, we said he was like red, right? Yeah. He's, he he's interesting. Or, Cause like when I look at him, he's got like purple, but then yeah. he also has green, but sometimes he wears red. So I, but yeah. I think that's his yeah. business self. Like when he's like, yeah. okay, I got to organize myself into I this see, or that. I see red in him a lot. Like, I don't know. I see like the yeah. red, um, but I also see so much of the purple. <laughs> um, but yeah, he's also, he's just, he, I call him like my teddy bear because he's like such a big teddy bear, but he's also just very like stern. Like he's kind of like that balance that I need. That's nice. Um, yeah. So it's like works out perfectly. Like the logical, like, you know, yeah, like, Hey yeah, Joe, exactly. I'm going to run all these feelings by you. Let me know what mm-hmm. I should do with them. <laughs> and he's, very much so, he's very much so the logical one. Like if I'm like, Oh, like I, if I'm like venting and I'm like, oh, I want to do this or something, he's like, oh, that, no, that's not a good idea. Like, don't do that. I'm like, oh. <laughs> but he's, just very, he's very logical um, like that. So you need that in your life. Whether you you're like it or not, you really do need that in your life. Um, but yeah, he's very supportive. And I love that even if him and Kale are like going through something or they're on the outs, like he doesn't, you know, he's still, he's still supportive, you know, right. like he doesn't take that out on like us or what we've got going on. Like they, we kind of know how to separate like the business stuff and, you know, the co-parenting stuff because it's always going to be there. Like yeah. the is always going to be a roller coaster. It's always going to be up and down. Like, but if anything, we, we try and take like those situations and, you know, if we can talk about them, like talk about them on the podcast. Cause uh, once again, it's real life, you know, yeah. like it's stuff going through it's stuff that I'm sure a million other people go through so we want to like bring those things to life and you know as hard as it may be in the moment where we're not all seeing eye to eye eventually when we get past it it's like okay this was a we let's talk about this like it was a great learning experience and let's say like what we did to get through it and stuff like that so that's kind of what we bring to the podcast I love that because it's just taking something that kind of wasn't probably fun and then like at least helping people with it so that parts yeah and it helps yourself too like with the healing or understanding Yes, exactly. It helped me a lot to, um, I would say the understanding, like at the end of the day, like, you know, just getting her perspective and his perspective, like, and they're always so different, you know, like it's so different. And I I just find it so interesting too. Sometimes, like I always find myself kind of like, like taking like little parts. I I feel like a little, not like an investigator, but I'm like, oh, like this is like, this is crazy. Like I'm dealing with two different, like totally different people. And it's kind of fascinating to like, see how different everything really is to one person like how one situation can be totally different to one another person so it's kind of like fascinating to me oh almost. me too like, I, that's why I, I but that's that's like I think that's a purple thing honestly it's like oh how does this person think oh how does that person yeah. think how does it interact what yeah. truths are in there how like all the different filters people see the world or or yes. filter through experiences it's nice I think when you're purple it's kind of like oh you want you want to feel that too you want to relate you want to kind of analyze it find yeah. some gems from it's it's like a psychic thing that's what it I is. Yeah, that's what I say all the time, too. And I'm like, it is like, you know, it can be crazy to some people when you try and talk about it to them or even just, you know, saying it out loud. But like when you talk to someone who understands, it's like, yeah, it's so fascinating. And I'm like, oh, good. Like, (laughs) like, that's how I feel. And it's not saying that it's a, you know, it's not a bad thing. It's just like, it's a really good thing. And it's helped me open my mind. And it's helped. It's honestly helped me on my co-parenting journey 
you know, just to like let them know, like you know, like your feelings are totally valid, but so are so is his, so are his, you know, yeah. and like you both have to understand like both of your feelings are super valid but we just have to get to a point where we you know we have to learn how to navigate them the right way where you guys both kind of understand and it doesn't turn into an argument or anything exactly yeah you guys are not wrong you know like you're not wrong for feeling how you feel and you're not wrong you know like based on different levels and based on how you guys both view the situation so it's um it's really fascinating. Yeah, there is no right. There is no wrong. There's just like, how do we just, you know, compromise? Exactly. Speaking of compromise, you have a pink daughter. (laughs) So I have to, I gotta go into VV because I wrote, I actually wrote down a bunch of stuff. Oh, good. Yeah. I was like, I want to be prepared when we talk about like this pink aura, because when I do see my daughter, it's funny. Like I remember the last time when we talked on my podcast, you were saying like, if you, like you can see people's colors, like when you look at them and stuff. And I mean, I'm not quite there. Like I don't see everybody's colors, but there are a few specific people that I see. And my daughter is definitely one of them. Like I just see pink. I I always see pink with her and I know. And it's so crazy. It gives me chills. I I love it. Yeah. And I see red with my husband. Um, but like other people, I don't really, you know, I think it's just like, if if I have like that real connection with you, that's Mm -hmm. when I can see. Um, so I do see that pink. So when you said that she was pink, I remember I was like, Oh my God, I have chills. Like I totally see her as a pink aura. Like, and I didn't even really know much about auras like that or like, so I was like not really knowing what that meant when I did see some of these colors. But when you said that, I was like, wow, this makes so much sense. Well, that's just pure. Like, cause uh, like I say this all the time on the podcast, like kids, for example, they don't know what auras are, but all of a sudden they're like, oh, I'm this and you're this and you're like, they get it. You know, you just get it. Yeah. It's something, it's yeah. just kind of like energy. Like I think, yeah. and so you just pick yeah. it up. That's interesting that you see it on the people that you're really close to. Um, yeah. You know, but maybe that has to do with your psychic bond helps you. Like sometimes I'll get that people you can, I don't have premonitions for the people that you know versus people you don't know or things like that. It's more of like that bond between the two of you. But okay, so she's pink and and everybody listening already understands what pink is. But like pink, the way I see it is like creative and innocent and like just childlike and but not childlike, but they're serious about their childlikeness. Like yeah. all about the moment and making a moment magical and spreading out that magic and like really relishing in it. And it's almost like usually pink kids especially have an awareness like this is mm-hmm. beautiful. Like I am doing this and they, they want to stay children and they want that experience, but they can be very stubborn. Is she stubborn? <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. Like no other, like everything you're saying right now is just like resonates so well with who she is. Um, She's very, like, she loves all things, like, pink and pretty and things like that. But she um, she values, like, little memories and little mm-hmm. moments. Like, she just won't forget them, you know? Like, these little specific moments, like, she'll hold on to them. And to me, that's very, like, childlike because I I have memories from when I was a child that I, like, hold on to. Like, you know, I feel like we all kind of want that pink aura to stay with us. But yes. it kind of lingers. It goes away, like as we become adults. And sometimes stuff. it stays. I mean, sometimes I'll read people and they yeah. have it still, and it's like yeah. awesome when I see that because I know they yeah. fought for it, you know. But like, it so seems we, like you're raising her in a way, like, hey, no, this is good. This is good. Yeah. Do you feel like it's rare though to see like pink auras in, in adults? Yeah. It is. I mean, just because I do so many readings, like I come and like I was just this is the second time I told this story in the podcast because it was so fun. But I was reading this pink girl and I'm like, what's your job? Like I couldn't get her job, but I knew she like was really I don't know, there was something about her job. She was like a clown and a princess. <laughs> and- <laughs> 
like his birthday party. Yeah, and, and she's like the <laughs> most popular one. Like everyone's always calling her. And <laughs> that's so funny, but that is such a pink aura. Yeah. Like, and that's um, I so I have like some things written down. Okay, it's, like, she giggles a lot. Like she's a giggler. Like she'll just start giggling out of nowhere. And I don't know if that's a pink thing, but like to me, that's like so it's so pure. It's and so like, happy. It's contagious. You know, yeah, yes, yeah, exactly. And it's so funny. My mother-in-law was just telling her that earlier. She's like, it's like so contagious, like your little laugh and things that you do. And I was like, yeah, that's what she's like. I don't know what that means. And I, was like, <laughs> <laughs> I think it's making she's trying to say your mother-in-law is trying to say, like, I feel pure joy from it. Like she's yeah. transferring. No, I know a vibe. What it meant, yeah. But, but, Vivi was like, I don't know. Oh, oh Vivi's like, okay. She's <laughs> like, I don't know what contagious means. And I'm like, <laughs> okay, I got it. <laughs> it was so funny. I'm yeah, like, oh, but... it's totally her channeling the energy. I got like all deep yeah. there. What else does she yeah. do? But she's just, she's very happy and positive. Um, she makes sure that me and everyone around her always feel loved and cared for. Like she's very, I don't even know how to explain it, but I, I, it's, she's like this with the people that she's like really close to. Like she holds me really close to her. Like she always makes sure like I'm like safe and like loves, like she's just very, she's so caring. And yeah. it's like, she's, it's so genuine, you know, like, it's like, you know, she's asking from a place of love and like genuine care. Yeah. Um, and you know, not a lot of people have that. So no, she sees you. Yeah, exactly. Not like just she, as mom. It's like a person, yeah, like a soul. Exactly. And it's so hard to like be caught up, you know, as a mom and like, this is my job and that's like all I am, you know, like it's so hard to feel that like that way as a mom. Like I know so many people can resonate with that, but mm-hmm. like she sees me far beyond that, you know? And she's like always asking me like, mommy, are you okay? Like, how do you And she's like six, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, she just turned six yesterday. It's very old soul of her. Exactly. And um, it's funny because her brother's the same way. I always say like he's an old soul, like just stuck in a young kid's body. This is Isaac? He has a lot of, yeah, he has a lot of the same traits that she has. So he, they remind me, she reminds me so much of him when he was younger too. And um, just like that pure, just such pure intentions and like Mm -hmm. that genuine love. Um, And like just reminding me, like she reminds myself that I need to take care of myself, you know, like she reminds me in those aspects, like, you know, you need to be taking care of yourself, mom. And I'm like, yeah, I know. <laughs> That's right. Like raising kids can be so healing because you'll see yourself or your inner child or the parts of you, you had to let go like right in front of you again. And it can be, so some people get triggered by it. Some people get like, mm-hmm. because of whatever happened to them. And some people get like, yeah. like, get like you, they're like, oh my gosh, I really need to, yeah, to like, go back and nourish that. it. Yeah, exactly. So she kind of reminds me mm-hmm. um, of that, but um she loves animals too she's obsessed with it. she wants to be so these are the things that she wants to be when she's older she wants to be a vet she wants to be a scientist she wants to be and she wants to be a singer okay okay we can put all that together she can be- <laughs> i was like okay you can be a vet and like sing to the animals like right. <laughs> and then you can like be a scientist on the side i don't know she's like <laughs> hannah montana like during the day she's a veterinarian and at night she's like a like international pop star (laughs) yeah exactly like she and it's so funny because she wants to be a singer and stuff but she's so shy like she doesn't like to do things in front of people um like she's only comfortable around like doing things around like me or her dad or my mother-in-law and um you know like my mom and people that she genuinely knows but if she's like very shy so I don't know if that's like a pink thing also like She's I like think really people shy. get very selective about who's allowed yeah. to see it because yeah, I, I yeah. Think that's a, 
that's a great word actually because that's how I feel like she's very selective like she won't do certain things around even my husband sometimes and yeah I'm like she'll do it for me or something but she won't do it for other people and I'm like oh like okay she's just shy but now that I think about it yeah like I think selective is a better word yeah I know she's not shy I've seen her do things and it's like you're not that shy but <laughs> she's gonna pick her audience today for her vibe yeah. <laughs> That's what yeah, she's going to exactly. Do. Yeah, she like picks and chooses like what she does around certain people. Um, but um, what else do I have? I have um, oh, when things don't come out, how, like how she envisioned it to oh. be, she gets like really thrown off. Like she likes consistency, mm. and she. Likes- but I, f- I feel like that's like some of me coming out in her because I'm like that. So I feel like she's catching on to my vibes also. Your artist's vision about things like a little bit maybe like, well, this is how I envisioned it and it has to be this yeah. way. Yeah. Yeah. I can see that. Yeah. So I feel like she's catching on to that. Cute. Um, but she loves getting her nails done. Mm-hmm. She likes having her hair done like exactly how she wants it. Like she'll tell me in the morning, like I want my hair in a ponytail or a side ponytail or two ponies. Like she knows exactly what the girl knows what she wants. Like she like, thought about it and she comes yeah, down like, with directions. She, she wants um, her clothes. Like she likes to match her clothes. Um, so I don't know if that's like a pink thing, but she well, like don't you two that. have, don't you have something with her? Like, what is that? Cause don't you have like a, like a collaborate? What is that? A sparkle? Oh, yeah, pink? We did, yeah. We did a collaboration with this, um, clothing line and they're like, they, they have a whole bunch of different clothes for girls and stuff. And it's like a lot of mommy and me things. So yes. we were collab. Yeah. We were able to do a mommy and me collab. I love and of that. course the whole collection was like based on butterflies, unicorns, like her animal print. Like it was so yeah so girly and pink like if you see the the collection I yeah. it was like mostly of a spring collection so because when I was have... following you during that I'm like wow I'm like the pink yeah. came out to play like the pink came out <laughs> so hard like I was like only a pink aura would understand this collection like it's so weavy it's so pink like you see it and it's just so girly and like oh it was so cute like it was great she, wanted, she told me she's like mommy I want to do things with butterflies like I want to do everything that I love that makes me so, so like, happy okay. Yeah, so it was awesome. It was so cute, but she's such a pink aura, and I hope, like, I hope and pray that she like holds on to that. What do you do? Rest. Yeah, but like, what do you do? Because it's hard. Because I know you, you know, you you have to send her out. What is she in first grade now? Sixth grade, six is first. No, she, she's still in kindergarten. She's kindergarten. Yeah, okay. she just started kindergarten because her birthday. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah, I forget. You know, every state's different, like how it works with the yeah. birthdays. But like, all right, you send her to school. It's like okay, like you know, and it's you know, you know, society is going to try to, ch- like, what are your tips so far for trying? Well, it seems like you're saying what you're doing is just like encouraging her and whatnot, but, but how, yeah. How do you encourage her? Like, what are some tips you can give people who have kids like that? I guess I think like we can get scared, like, Oh, you know, are they tough enough for like, whatever, like what, yeah. what are your things with that? Yeah. I think it's, um, it's funny because I, I do sometimes I'm like, you know, with her pink aura and like her being so like, she can be really sensitive sometimes mm-hmm. and stuff. But I, I do try and like, not I wouldn't say toughen her up, but I just remind her like, you're strong and you know, you can, you, you have a voice, you know, and I tell her like, you don't be ever, don't ever be a, afraid or scared to use your voice. If you're uncomfortable, if you want to say no, um, you know, so I just, I really encourage her to just use her voice and like just speak Mm. her mind um whether it comes out or not (laughs) um I don't I mean I don't really know how she is in school like you know so it's it's weird you don't really know how your child reacts in school versus when they're at home yeah um so it's hard like I don't know if she's speaking up for herself with her friends or things like that but um 
you know, I, I do tell her all the time, like, don't be afraid to say how you feel or, you know, say no, because one thing about BB is she, if she's not with it, she will say no. Like oh, she's good. not, she's not um, a people pleaser like me. <laughs> like I, sometimes I feel like I'm a people pleaser, but she is not. And that's one thing that I, um, I kind of like, and I, I like, I'm inspired by her. <laughs> um, so she's not, a, yeah, she's not afraid to like say no or say, you know, I don't like this or something like that. So I always tell her like, that's fine. Like, that's such a great thing to have, like, keep that up, you know? Um, but also still encouraging her to, you know, just be her and not be afraid and not try and be like somebody else just because she sees it on TV or some, something like that. Like, and I know it's so hard, like, it's so hard, like with social media and like, everything that we have going on today um it's I feel like we're living in a world where everyone's kind of just like always competing or like what's the next best thing or you know like and I just I I want her I get so scared because I'm like I like what's she gonna be like when she gets older like I want to I want to make sure like I'm doing a good job yeah. um but it, it's so scary like I, you just I, don't I am too that. with my own kids like I think we all can relate to that like <gasps> what am I messing up on but I yeah, think also one little thing you yeah. will like beat yourself up over like did I do this right or did I tell her to do the right thing or like and you just want to make sure you're constantly you know putting your child on the right path but you also like we have to realize they have to make their own mistakes you know like we were there we've made our mistakes and we can't be scared of that so I think I'm slowly letting go of that because that's once again like my Virgo control thing like everything has to go the right way and how I envision it but I know, like, that's not what's going to happen. Like, I know this girl's probably going to put me through some shit during her <laughs> teenage years or something. Yeah. So I kind of have to prepare myself for that. Um, but I, the only thing that I can do is, like, lead her in the right direction so that I know I can say, like, you know, I, I'm i doing the best I can. Like, I know I'm doing the best I can. And, you know, any little hiccup that we have along the way, we'll handle that when we get there, you know. But I think for the most part, she's like, she's such an amazing child. She's so open and she's, she's very curious and like, she's, you know, she, she just loves to learn and stuff. So I feel like the more I can teach her and stuff like that, like, that's just what I do. Like, I just try and lead her to like the right path and, but still also let her know, like, you need to, you know, sometimes you're going to make your own mistakes, but as long as you're honest with me and you, you know, you don't, you don't ever have to be afraid to talk to me. Um, just having like that open communication, like that's something that I'm so like, I just want that with her. And I want her to know that she can come to me about anything. Cause I know a lot of people don't have that, especially like growing up as a kid, like, yeah. you know, it was a different generation that was, you know, raising us. Yes. So now I feel like things are a lot more different. Like we are able to like really talk to our kids yeah. and like, we you have know, to, and we have to yeah. like be uncomfortable with that, what they're going to tell us and be like, yes, okay, exactly. Here we go. It's really awkward, but I need to hear it anyways. And I, I can handle that to help you. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So I don't know. Parenting is so hard. It's one of the, like, the hardest jobs that you could ever have. Oh, it's hard. Like, cause, and, and like, I, cause we're humans and I know we're screwing up. Like we're all screwed. But I think just from up. reading adults, you know, I'm, I don't have adult kids, but then I'll read like, obviously adults. So I'll read like parents of adults or whatever. And like the best advice I ever got from this woman and she had five kids and they mm-hmm. were all really close and they're all adults. And I'm like, okay. I'm like, it's after the reading. I'm like, can you just tell me like what your secret is? Like that they all talk <laughs> yeah. to you and they all talk to each other. And she's like, okay, this is what you have to do. And this is what she told me. She's like, let them say anything they're going to say to you. Smile and nod 
and then go scream in a pillow in the bathroom. She's like, just yeah. let them say whatever they're going to say. And that's it. So accurate. <laughs> and she's like, they just have to say it. After they say it, they're fine. Just smile. Be like, uh-huh. And then go scream somewhere else. <laughs> yeah. yeah there, that is so true. There's My daughter has said some some things and I'm like, oh my God, like, where is this coming from? Like, I don't, kids just really say the darnest things. They like, do. They do. And I love your advice V because like, that's good for everyone. Like, I feel like that helped me too, actually. And then also, but for pinks, the big thing with pinks is they oftentimes people try to take the ownership of their voice or their ownership oh, yeah. of their bodies or the ownership of exactly. more than other people. So like you being like, listen, like it's all like you intuitively know those pitfalls for her and you're like yeah. no 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 so I feel like that's I mean just from a pink perspective I think that that's yeah. amazing and I feel like that's something I went through like growing up too like I didn't really have um a voice like I was always very like to myself and like I was just I was kind of like a little I was just always in my own shell like I never really spoke up for myself or like did things that you know showed that I you know, like voice my opinion. Yeah. I just didn't open like that. Um, and it knew not to say that it was like a parenting effect. Like I think it was just like me and yeah. just how I was, but I just don't, I don't want her to be like that. You know, like I realized how in my life it, you know, growing older as an adult, like being like that has affected me. Um, even in my relationships and stuff. Like at first I was like, I would keep everything inside and then I would just like explode and that is so not healthy. <laughs> so you know, I just don't want her to be like that. So I'm so glad that she's like so open and she can talk to me. And, and it's funny, like even, you know, how kids like will do things and they like know they're going to get in trouble and they'll like try and hide it from you or something oh, yeah. like that. Um, you know, she's, she's, she's cut her hair like not too long oh ago. God, and that's so cut, she cut like a chunk of her hair, like I this long and threw it in the back of the couch and like didn't tell anybody so, like big stuff like that That's like awful. she knows she's gonna get in trouble she gets so she like gets so scared that she's gonna get in such big trouble but for me as an I'm like I don't want her to ever feel like she can't like oh if you tell me something I'm gonna yell at you or like you can't talk to me so right. like my first instinct yeah I was mad about it but I'm like no I'm not gonna let her know I'm mad I'm gonna let her know like you know like obviously that was a bad thing to do <laughs> But next time, don't throw it behind the couch. Like, you know, you can you can come to me yeah. and you can come to me and like talk to us. Like, why did you do this? Like, like why do you, you want a different style? Let's go about that a yeah, different like, way. Yeah, I was literally like, I had an appointment for her hair the next week. So I was like, if you wanted me to push your appointment up, baby, like we, that's what we could have did. Because you know that was that's what it was about. She's like, I need a new look and I need I it need now. Yeah, pink in her. And I got it. Face. Can handle it. Yeah, but I was, it's like so little funny. things like that, that like have opened my eyes. I'm like, I want her to be able to talk to me. So, sure. um, so like now, like she knows, like she'll, she'll come up to me. She's like, mommy, I know you're probably going to be mad, but I'm going to tell you. And, and I'm like, oh God. like, I'm, like okay. I'm not gonna be mad. I mean, I'm going to try not to be mad, but like, I just try and like understand where she's coming from. Yeah. And, like, like you're going to get yeah, mommy's I, authentic reaction to you, but I'm yeah. not going to be mad. Yeah. <laughs> Exactly. I might have to do what that lady said and just go like scream in a pillow and the bathroom. But you know, but then we're gonna get to the bottom of it. But you know, it's just so important for her for me to for her to know that like you can talk to me and you don't have to be scared to like mm. come up to me because of my reaction. I think a lot of kids are like that. Mm-hmm. So like they're like, oh my god, like if you if you hear kids talk sometimes even when the older is like, Oh, I'm not gonna tell my mom, she's gonna get pissed yeah. or something. That's one thing that I've always said. I don't want to be that that parent. I don't want to be that person that my kid is like scared to come to me to talk to me about anything because then 
you know, that cause rips in, in your relationship with your child and, you know, they're just like, they're going to be scared of you and like, they don't need to be scared of you, you know? So you want to help them if anything. So I, I, I try and change my reactions to things. And oh, that's good. If yeah. I had to, if I had to sum you up, I would say you're really good at perspective. <laughs> I would say out of yeah. everything that you've talked about today for us, I mean, that's what I learned from you today, you know, like stepping back into perspective from the viewpoint of love is like a really effective tool for dealing with lots of different situations. Um, V, thank you so much for coming on. Thank you so much for talking to us. Thank you you so much for sharing like sensitive things that you've learned. I really (laughs) appreciate it. (laughs) I really appreciate Where can we find you? Give us all your handles and obviously the podcast. Um, yeah, definitely. So you guys can, I have my personal Instagram, which is beautify me and it's all like lifestyle. I'm really into makeup and like <laughs> all the girly things. Um, so it's beautify me, V E E A U T I F Y me, M E. And then we also have our podcast. If you guys want to check out um, me and Kayla's podcast, we talk a lot about co-parenting and, um, just mom things too, like just things that we go through. Um, so that's, uh, our Instagram is baby mama's no drama podcast. Um, and yeah, I also have a small business. Um, I sell like, uh, makeup and jewelry and all the things for mom, mamas that need like a little pick me up. Oh yeah. Stuff. We need that. <laughs> so I'm a small Latina owned business. Um, and you can find me on there. It's vivid, V-I-V-I-D, Bellesa, B-E-L-L-E-Z-A. So I've got a lot of things going on, but I, once again, I appreciate coming on here. It was so much fun. It's always fun talking to you. Michaela. I love talking <laughs> to you. Thank you so much, V. And Thanks, Mystic Michaela Spiritual Family, for tuning in. You know, this podcast is for you and about you, and we will catch you next week. Take care. Bye. If you want to be the most interesting person at the cocktail party, well, hop on over and listen to the Brain Candy Podcast. Our award-winning content will have you laughing while you're learning. We read all the best articles, books, and studies, and keep up with new TV shows, documentaries, and pop culture. And then we cram it all into two shows a week. Conspiracy theories, cannibal rabbits, unsolved mysteries, the history of the Walkman. There's something for everyone. The Brain Candy Podcast. Find our link in the show notes. Or simply search for the Brain Candy Podcast on on your podcast app.